Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Patriots Report is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.eg to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. The blunt straight ahead, and he crosses the plane for the touchdown. Here's Blunt taking off for the end zone, and he's in for the second time today. Second and five. No use making any changes. Give it to Blunt. Now it's a foot race. Blunt all the way. Touchdown, Patriots. Blunt still going down the sideline. A dive for the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. LG, it's great to see you again. First off, there's so much to unpack from Monday night's game. It was a win. Yeah, road win. That's great. They came away with a victory, a must-have victory. Let me start with this here, and, and I want to get your take on this. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in on it too, but what do you take away from the sight of Mac Jones waving off Matt Patricia there in the second half? They were hugging and smiling and everything after the game, and Patricia, I guess, talked Monday morning about how, look, that's, you know, it's or Tuesday morning. I'm sorry. Talked about how it's great. He said, look, you know, I, I have no problem with Mac doing what he did. Where do you stand on that? I don't have no problem with him doing what he did either. Um, I think that I think that there's a respect level um, between the two that is pretty mutual. So, you know, you can't take it personal. Um, Maddie can't take it personal. You're in the heat of battle. You know, um, emotions, emotions are high. Uh, adrenaline pumping, you're trying to get in, you know, it's a game that you must have. You got to win this game. You can't look too much into that. I don't think you can look too much into that because, I mean, again, like you said, they were hugging and laughing and smiling at the end of the game. Uh, so it was all good. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, as a quarterback, I mean, as a younger quarterback, um, some things that is some things that get called or there's some plays that get called that you're not comfortable with in certain situations. Or you might have not done. You might not have ran the play in two weeks. You don't know what the you know you don't know what the case may be, but but you know Mac is obviously getting a little bit more respect as he goes along and plays you know at a high level in New England. Um, he's getting a little bit more respect and a little bit more respect as he goes on. I don't know how many rookie guys are going to be able to do that, you know. So you know he he you know he played really well last year as a rookie. He got to the Pro Bowl and stuff. So um, he kind of know he kind of knows his, his his stuff right now. So. I don't I don't look too far into it because I don't think that is a huge deal. They they won the game. Him and Maddie P was laughing and smiling afterwards and it was all good. As a player, do you like to see that? Um it depends. It depends like uh do I like to see the the coaches and players laughing or do I like to see a, a guy um kind of take control? Well, kind of seeing a guy take control. Like what we saw earlier this month against the Bills where he got angry on the sidelines, you know? And, and then in this game, he kind of like you said kind of appeared to 
blow off Matty P a little bit. You know, the idea of a young quarterback, I like it. I, I do. I like the, this is for me, this represents for me, I think if I'm a Patriots fan, this is another sign that Mac is taking ownership of the offense. He is taking a more vocal role, even though probably part of it is performative. I think at the same time, it's a good sign that this is a guy who is fully invested in wanting to see his team win, and he's growing. He's getting old, he's getting older, and he's getting more of an idea. You know, this is him wanting to assert himself with his teammates, with the coaching staff, within the context of this offense. One hundred percent. I think um, I, I think that him being able to take control, um, have his input, see see different things that that obviously you can't see from the sideline, looking at the game from the side of the game, you can't see. You know, for I mean, I do. They do have headsets from people in up top that tell them, you know, hey man, you got, you know, you got, you got six DBs, you got nickel personnel, you got dime personnel, you got base. Um, but but Max sees, you know, he out there and he's in the heat of battle and he's in the fire, so he sees these things um, more clearly than anybody else does in the freaking booth on the sideline or whatever. So um, him having to be him being able to take up ownership and being able to just grasp the cusp of the offense and take control of it. Kind of let Patty, let Matty P knows what he likes, um, what he what he likes, and what he you know what he don't like about the offense. I think that's a conversation that they need to have. I don't know if they've had that conversation, but it has to be readdressed again because obviously Matty is calling some things that um, Mac don't like, and and the way he's calling the offense, Mac you know isn't a, probably is not a big fan of. But do understand, I know I've said this multiple times. Matty is an offensive coordinator for the first time in his career. You know, he's going to call the plays like a defensive guy would call the plays. Mm -hmm. A defensive guy goes into the game expecting a, a team that could run the ball really well and a team that could run the ball efficiently and, and solidly. A defensive guy is going to go in there and call plays to run the football the first and second down. It's just, it's pretty, for me, it's predictable. That's what I'm going to say. I just seen the Chargers come out of the, uh, come out of the gate against Miami. I just seen the Chargers come out of the gate against Miami and a run and a run football look and a run the ball look run you know whatever hit them with a hard play action. You know that's where that's where as a coordinator you grow. Okay, well I have tendencies that I run the ball on the on the first on first down of the you know the first play of the game. Yada yada yada. Well, when that's when you get in your coaching bag. Okay, well should I do this every time? Maybe I need to run a fake off of this. Maybe I need to do a play action off of this the first play. Maybe or whatever it may be, you know. I'm not telling them what to do, but I'm just saying that that's the next step you take into being an offensive coordinator. Now you run plays that set up other plays. Now you run plays that defense have seen this look in these formations and this play this many times. You hit a play action. You know, that things like that is what is what makes you grow as an offensive coordinator. Um, I love Matty P, but I don't see that growth. I want your prediction here. Is Matty P the offensive play caller for this team in 2023? Matty P is not the offensive play caller for that team in 2023. But he will be a part of that staff and maybe is in his old role as D coordinator. This feels like the first conversation we have in the series of conversations that ends with him, you know, bringing, you know, bringing back Bill O'Brien, finding a way to get Josh McDaniels back in there, whatever the yeah. case may be. But yeah, I agree with you too. And I think this is interesting. Or Eric B. Enemy. I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Mac is, is Pat, but I'm just saying that he's a extremely smart, intelligent, offensive mind. One of the best in the game, you know, 
Um, he's innovative. He does a lot of different things. Um, so, you know, you, you go get some of these guys or go get one of those young guys, the Zach Taylors. and the, You know, I mean, obviously he's a head coach, but you understand what I'm saying. These younger mm-hmm. guys are 32, 33, 34 years old and changing the game of football offensively as we see it. How about this? You bring in Brian Hoyer. As OC? As your OC next year. Negative. Is that crazy? That's crazy. That's a little crazy, isn't it? That's a little crazy for Bill. Hoyer hasn't had, I mean, he's been successful in spurts, but he hasn't had the kind of success that I would want to put the Mm -hmm. offense in his. But I like, you know, Hoyer has had flashes. You know, Mm -hmm. I I know you know know what I mean by flashes. You know, maybe he had 300 yards past this game, 100 this game, and six picks, you know, so. <laughs> More a of a growth role, yeah. I mean, I, I could see him uh, maybe as the quarterback coach or something next year, and then growing into that role as as a, like as offensive coordinator down the road. I look, I, I have a theory about Monday nights kind of the games with with Bill. Those sorts of wins, I think Bill loves those sorts of wins because look, you win and it's great. This is a bottom line league, wins losses, but there was enough messy stuff on the field, penalties, lack of execution that he has more than enough to talk about and more than enough to humble a young team with when it comes to the film session. Am I right here? You're 100% right. You know, and this, you know, you got to talk about what's your step, what's your next steps when it comes to getting Ramondre healthy. Is he going to be healthy? Mm-hmm. You got to figure out your next steps for getting Devontae Parker back. Is he going to be healthy? He, I mean, he was, you know, he, he was concussed. You know, whether anyone wants to believe it or say it or not, um, he was not good. Um, and the fact that, you know, they were going to let him run another play was scary. Um, this has to be taken extremely seriously. And, I mean, who, you know, how many injuries did we have? You know, we had Ramondre get hurt. We had uh, Devontae get hurt. Shoot, Jack, I think Jack we had, Jones. I mean, it's a lot of guys that, that went down, you know. So um, you got to you gotta, you gotta make sure that you have everybody back and healthy before before anything. No, or you go find you some free agents and, <laughs> and, and rock out. You go get T.Y. Hilton, like like the go, Cowboys go, did, right? Yeah, you go get T.Y., man. T.Y. is a veteran, savvy veteran. He don't have to be blazing fast anymore. He knows the game, and he knows what his, you know what his role is probably going to be on that team. Go get those veteran guys that know what they need to do, and they can still got a, li- a little juice left in the tank. They don't have to be the featured person, you know, but they can teach. They can show. They can mentor, you know, um, and, and we're not winning any Super Bowls this year. Let's be honest. So I mean, just just you know, obviously playoffs. We would we would love that. But uh, go go start go start thinking about next year and, and and figuring out what we need to do to to put ourselves in the best position to be competitive next year as well. Good to see those young backs come through Monday night though. Harrison Strong. What do you think of their it, performance? Really well. Uh, man, there's a lot of Harrisons over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but man, this. Uh, Nah, really strong, man. They 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 took up the slack. Harris went in there and scored him a touchdown. He had a nice game. You know, these guys picked up the slack. And then on top of that, I know that um the Marcus Jones kid is starting to be a little bit more um uh involved in the offense. He's a big time playmaker. Um he's really, really nice with the ball in his hands. So um they're getting it done, man. You know, it, it's not looking as pretty as this as as we're used to it looking, but but they're getting it done, man. And and obviously this is a a New England team that is going through the motions, going through the woes and the ups and downs of losing important players and important pieces in the building in general, not just players. But, I mean, you lost Ernie. You know, you lost a lot of guys in that building that contributed to the success of the Patriots' freaking dynasties over and over again. You know, so Bill is kind of building that 
back from scratch and getting old coaches back from head coaching jobs. I'm glad you bring up Marcus Jones. I was trying to think of the Patriots ever had a guy like Marcus Jones before someone who can contribute on offense, defense, and special teams. He had guys who could do two of those three. His running style reminds me a little bit of your buddy Deion Lewis, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to think of a guy who has been able to contribute in all three phases of the game. Can you think of a guy, maybe not even just the Patriots, but just in all three phases? Troy? Yeah, okay. And Jules did it for a while, too. That's right. That's fair. Yeah, played played corner or yeah, played corner wide receiver and you know, all you know, obviously put return. Yeah, man, Troy and Jules, those are the only two guys I can think of. And um and 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 Jules the best at it. Mm-hmm. He he's he's durable. I mean shit, he don't get hurt a lot. You know, he does get hurt, you know, nicks and bruises, but man, he's tough as nails. Mm-hmm. He's tough as nails, he's durable. Um, he's not gonna ever tell you no. He's gonna go out there. If you tell him to go out there and run through a brick wall, Jules is gonna go out there and run through a brick wall. You know, he loves the game, he loves his teammates. So I mean, Jules is probably the ultimate Swiss Army knife when it comes to New England. I mean, he ain't no Deion Sanders, but you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can only imagine the ceiling that Marcus Jones has, though, in New England. That that we didn't see Jules do that when he was a rookie. We didn't see Troy do all that when he was a rookie. I, I, I can just imagine Bill sitting there watching film and just coming up with untold ways to to utilize his skill set. Marcus Jones, for me right now, is the best story on this team because of what he's been able to do, the way he's been able to contribute. And, you know, you can sit there and think, wow, I wonder what this guy's going to be capable of, you know, two, three, four years down the road if he stays healthy. Yeah, no, nah, you know, again, he's one of those Cordell Patterson type guys. You know, um, he's 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 a jack of all trades. He can return the ball. He can catch it. He can run it. You know, he he can obviously play defense. Um, he's a really good football player. You don't you don't get a lot of guys that can do all of it. And he's he, he's he's probably not the best at any, but he can stand in the paint with a lot of people in the NFL at all of. You know, so he, he's a special kid. Uh, New England don't get a lot of those that don't become, you know, special in that organization, you know, just like Troy became special. Um, Jules became special, you know, because they all, they, they contributed to all, you know, phases of the game at some point or another in their career with the New England Patriots. Um, looks like he's heading on that, you know, kind of headed on that boat and on that train. He might be one of those guys that New England don't get rid of for a really long time. He might be another Slater, you know, he might be one of those guys that'll be around for a while. I mean, I, I can I can see Bill singing his praises and, you know, um, find, again, finding different ways to make sure he's a part of the game plan, whether it's offensively, defensively, or special teams-wise. He's going to be out there on the football field because he's a playmaker. And he's fast. You know, he's really fast. So I would not oppose to to Bill keeping, this, keeping that kid around for a long time because uh, he's fun to watch. All right. At the start of the year, you said – and I think I agreed we do 10 wins in the playoffs for this Patriots team. They're seven and six. Now they got four games left Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, and Bills. I'm assuming that you think like I do, they're going to beat the Raiders. So that's yes. eight and six. Yes. Give me a scenario where they get to 10 wins with that schedule. A scenario that can get them to 10 wins with that schedule. The Dolphins. I know they're a really good football team. They're a really good football team. But but New England, New England is gonna have their number. Coming down this long stretch of and 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 you know, every game is pretty much counting towards them making the playoffs. You're gonna see a different side of them eventually. 
you saw a different side of them. I mean, they scored 27 points. You know, granted, like I said, we both said it wasn't a beautiful game, mm-hmm. right? We had penalties. We had all this, all these little minor details um, of what we call shooting ourselves in the foot. We did those. We did those, and we came out on top. Granted, this is a <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't the this team wasn't at full strength, mm-hmm. right? Whether you whether you want to call that whatever you can call it, they went out there and they got the dub and they got it decisively, you know. So that's a that's a man. They're they're a solid team. I think they're hitting. Um, they're gonna come. They're coming as close as they can possibly get to, get to playing at their full potential, whatever that looks like. We lost Dev. I don't know if he's gonna be back. Um, I don't know if it's a shoulder or a concussion. Um, I, I seen Dietrich kind of like when he made the tackle, I seen Dietrich kind of hit him in the top of the head, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know what that looks like. Obviously not having him is going to be detrimental and not having Ramondre is going to be huge, you know, um, unless Damian comes back. I know he has a, what a hamstring, right? I think it was a thigh. Thigh, right? Quad. Yeah. yeah. yeah so um, hopefully he's back and healthy. I mean, um, they're going to have to call James. <laughs> They're gonna have to call James White, man. Bring my dog out of retirement. He ain't been gone that long. <laughs> so, so you can we can sit here and go, all right, win loss, win loss. They could they'll, they'll beat the Raiders. Yep. They have the, the Bengals, Bengals at home. Iffy. The Bengals is iffy. The if Bengals Joe are iffy. Yeah. Joe Mixon. If Joe Mixon don't play, I don't know, man. I don't know. I like Piran, but Piran ain't enough. You know, mm-hmm. Piran just he ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase. Higgins, I mean, you got they, they got some guys, man. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not let's not beat around the bush. And they they're they're defending AFC champions, so they got some guys, mm-hmm. you know. But do I think do I think we can beat them? Hell yeah, I think we can. It's beat at them. home too. That's the <laughs> other thing that I think gives you a shot. Yeah, that's at home. So that you got the Raiders, you got the Bengals, you got Miami at home, at home, Miami. Right in now, New England in January or December, yeah, in December, January. And then yeah. I, I have one other thought about the Bills. The Bills game in Buffalo, I think, is going to be a challenge. Obviously, look, it's the Bills, they're a wagon. At the same time, if the Bills have their playoff seating all set, good, like mine's, right? Like we're, we're thinking the same way here. Stephon, yeah, sit, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. yeah, sit. I don't know if you sit Gabe Davis, but I would. You sit in those guys. You sit in Jordan Poirier, mm-hmm. who's already dealing with you know a, a, a list of injuries this year. You're sitting. You're sitting Edmonds. Um, man, you're sitting these guys. You're sitting these guys. I've mm-hmm. seen Bill do it. It's the smartest thing to do if your team has a has a bye week or if they need to get healthy. It's the smartest thing to do. And I talked about this an, uh, another time too. And I said, you know, again, if they sit all these guys. <laughs> It don't it you you don't you don't think it and it don't seem like it, but if they sit enough of these guys, New England will mess around and go out there and beat the shit out of these guys. You know, I know that they, I know that they're the Bills and their record and Josh Allen and this that and the other, but if, if a handful of those guys don't play, you're looking at New England messing around and possibly winning eleven games. The one question I have when you look at that though, the Bills' schedule the rest of the way is relatively tough. The Chiefs who are chasing them. Their schedule over the last four games is incredibly easy. So the Chiefs are going to be able to kind of keep some heat on them a little. But if everything is sealed, look, if everything is locked in going into that regular season finale, I'm with you. I think there's a chance that Buffalo rests their starters and that opens the door for a potential Patriots victory. Let's all right, let's skip ahead this week. I think I know who you're going to pick, but give me your predictions 
Patriots Raiders Sunday at four live from Las Vegas. I got Patriots winning by 14. Are we going to see Ramondre? Are we going to see Damian Harris? Are we going to see the kids again? What is that backfield going to look like? I think you put a heavy spat tape on Ramondre's ankle because that's what it looked like it was. I think you, I think you nursed that thing up and put a heavy spat tape on it. He has to understand that you have to be there for us now. Like, I understand the ankle's hurt, but how hurt is it? You know, hurt enough to miss a game? A very important game? Or, or, or you know, can you thug it out? Can you go out there and give us what we need? You know, um, with, with us taking care of you as much as we can. You know, maybe, Damian, we need you this week. We ain't, we, we ain't Bob, we're probably not going to give you 25 carries, but Ramondre can't get 25 either. You know, so... We got to figure out – we got to figure that part of it out, man. That's um, that's iffy. I personally think that Ramondre is going to fight through that shit, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to, you know, take the ankle up, um, shoot it, whatever he's going to have to do um, to play that game, put the spat on it, and rock out. I, I, can, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had a freaking sprained ankle, AC joint, knee or something that, that had me like, damn, bro, I don't know if I can go out there and – look like LG. And then I go out there and look like LG. The adrenaline you know, kicks in, you feel good. Kick, yeah. You feel good. You might get one carry that's 10 yards. Okay. Fuck that knee. You know, that ankle or whatever. Fuck that. I'm 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 I feel good now. It's it's go time. So I know it sounds like a superhuman superhuman ability, but that happens, bro. It really happens. That is real. You can go out there and play with an injury and and get hit a couple times and have one or two good plays, and next thing you know is, man, I can rock out this game without, you know what I'm saying? I could, I could deal with the little pain. that It happens sometimes, so I do think we're going to have Ramondre. I do think that they know now seeing Ramondre go down and having to go to the Harris kid, with, which he played his tail off, Damien has to be ready. From now on, you have to suit him up. You have to. And that thigh or whatever it is, you have to wrap it, whatever, and he got to go. He just he, – he has to. Now it's crunch time, and any and all hands that can be on deck has to be on deck. I feel a lot more optimistic about the Patriots' playoff chances now than when we first started this podcast, you know, a half an hour or so ago. You, you've talked me into the idea of 11 wins here, and who knows That's after that? Like, like you said, you never know because, look, you get into the playoffs, this team is probably not going to win a Super Bowl. I think they're 100-1 to today in Vegas. They had them at 100-1. to to win the Super Bowl. They're probably not going to win the Super Bowl. But if you get into the tournament, you know as well as I do, anything can happen. Anything can happen. If you get in the tournament, anything can happen. And I'll tell you what, when if they do get in the playoffs, they have a huge advantage in Bill. Mm-hmm. They have a huge advantage in Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill is obviously, you know, I think he's the greatest coach of all time. Some people might not agree with that. But I do, and I think that he turns into a different animal whenever the postseason comes. I don't even think he leaves the building. You know, I, I'm 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 100 positive. I've went to the building for almost a week. I'm not, I'm not gonna say 100, but I'm 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 really close to that positive. I went to the building um, for a week straight during the playoffs. Probably seen Bill change clothes once. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, <laughs> listen, he takes this shit serious. You know, it's his life. Mm-hmm. It's been his life, his whole life. So whenever he get into the playoffs, do he think he can? Do he think that they can go all the way and win it? Hell yeah, he does. 
<laughs> he definitely does. I'm going to tell you he does. And he's going to do everything he can to make them think that and make them feel that. And whenever it's time to go, they're going to go for him. I love this, LG. This has been great, man. Thank you so much. As always, you've given us a ton to think about. I hope the weather there, people who are listening to this aren't going to be able to see this, but people you know who watch this on YouTube are going to be able to see the weather there, wherever you are now, is much better than what it's looking like in New England at this point. What did you say, about 70 degrees or so? Yeah, about 70, 72, something like that. It's nice, man. It's super nice out here. Oh, We're going to be lucky to break 35 today in New England. 35. And we got snow on the way. I cannot do that. (laughs) I'm done with that, man. (laughs) Only like the cold weather when we're playing a game. That's it. Because I know I was going to get a lot of touches. Sounds good, my friend. Take care, and we'll talk soon. I appreciate it, Chris, man. Always a pleasure, bro. Thanks for listening, everyone. want to remind you one more time, this episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.